Welcome to We Do Whatever It Takes. I'm Danny Ray. And I'm Kimberly. I'm a magician and a pastor. <laughs> and I'm an associate marriage and family therapist. Welcome back. It is good to be with you. We are going to be talking about doing whatever it takes in the areas of uncertainty today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when things are uncertain, maybe it's a loss of a job, loss of a loved one. Maybe it's just a, a major transition or a small transition. Or a global pandemic. Hey, look at that. Yeah, we are going to address <laughs> a little bit. of uncertainty, right? Yeah, a little bit of of what we did during the pandemic, but it's not just that. It's really things that we've done and patterns that we've set up from the beginning mm. that we want to look at. Yeah. How do you, in the midst of your relationship, one of the things that's going to help you create a great relationship is when things are uncertain, when things get a little shaky, which can happen, like things get get a little cattywampus in a moment. Um, mm, nice turned word. Up, yeah. Turned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Turned upside down. And yeah, it could be just a piece of mail that comes in and you go, oh, we're Jury being, duty. <laughs> oh, I did get that this week. Yay. I get to You're get serving to do our that. country. Right, right, right. Let's, let's be positive. <laughs> Um, yeah, just in the way of work, because this is my issue there. Uh, but mail, I mean, uh, you can open the mail and there's a tax audit. There's that, like, life oh, can be changed. We've had three of those. Uh -huh. Those are so fun. <laughs> hey, but we didn't do anything wrong, so that was a good thing. Uh, but uncertainty, right? So it could be, um, it can hit just, uh, your car, right? Like something happens in the car or, or a doctor's appointment or like just yeah, anything, right? Is, how do you, how do you navigate uncertain times? Mm. And so I want to take you way back to way 2000, back. 2001. I was a, a youth pastor and absolutely like loved being a youth pastor, loved just being able to be with the students, um, creating things that were Interesting. I, I feel like it's one of the things that I've done all along is how do I create things that connect people to who God is and mm -hmm. his love for them. Mm -hmm. And so 2001 started praying through, thinking through what would it look like to step out and create a new ministry. And at the time, I didn't know any other magicians out there doing it. No, there's the, a yeah, there handful <laughs> that I've trained up now and um, some others that I haven't that I, I know of that are out there doing it. But at the time, I didn't have like a reference point for, oh, here's how to be a <laughs> traveling magician who uh, speaks at churches, conferences and yeah. all that. So, yeah, and there now, was no template. We've done it thousands of times. Yeah, out of that when I was meeting with one of my mentors, we were sitting in Coco's in San Diego, El Cajon to be specific, and mm. we were sitting there, we're talking about different ideas, and he put um, nine dots on a napkin in a square. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, three up, three down, you know, like a, a square, almost like looks like tic-tac-toe, but just dots. And then he said, Danny, I want you to put the 10th dot. And I was like, well... Where does it go? He's like, you have to decide where that goes. And I put it clear on the other side of the napkin. And he circled that. And he said, the ministry you're talking about is a 10th dot ministry. It doesn't mm, fit mm. in the box of what everybody else is doing. And I feel like that has been just really helpful for us in our relationship. And how do we create a marriage that's healthy in the midst of 
having things that don't fit into the box. And I feel like there's so you many like things. You like not fitting in the box. That's your jam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfectly happy with a box. So there's a difference in us right there. But uh, I did support you being outside of the traditional job. And yeah, God called us to it and therefore equipped us to, to do that. Super thankful that, yeah, that you have supported me all along. But so I want to talk about how to, in a relationship, how Mm. do you support the other one when the idea just seems like it's out there? Oh, it was out there. And lots of your ideas are out there. But (laughs) Thank you, babe. (laughs) Um, That's not necessarily bad. I've learned to appreciate that. Uh, but uh-huh. actually you've already kind of said one of the, f- one of the first things is you went to a mentor at that time and asked, you sought wise counsel and, and biblically that's something we're, we're called to do when we have maybe a crazy idea or, or just some uncertainty, like we said, um, not sure how something's going to, to work out or pan out or what we should do. And, um, then seeking that wise counsel is definitely part of that. Yeah. So I think if there is you know, an area of, of loss or uncertainty or something you're looking at jumping into Mm. in not that you need two years, but we took two years to pray through that, to seek wise counsel in every single one of the counselors, both people that I knew and people that I don't, and just an idea for in any area, whether it's um, a spiritual mentor, whether it's a business mentor, whether it's a speaking, I've gone to, you know, guys who are experts at you know, communication mm-hmm, and speaking mm-hmm. and uh, whatever, uh, wherever you need help. And we've gone to different marriage gurus and yep. currently mm-hmm. are meeting with a couple on a monthly basis to to try to um, glean wisdom from them. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the patterns that we've set up from the beginning is, hey, if we don't know something, there's somebody out there that does. Let's yeah. uh, let's try to pick their brains and ask them for wisdom. And hey, you've been down the road a little bit. This is if you have ever come to one of our uh, the the things that we teach at our house. You know where we're going through a book or something like that as uh, as a married couple. You know we've had you know usually marriage studies. Yeah, yeah um, six couples or so at a time and. One of the things we always encourage them to do is to meet with other couples that are older or have been married mm-hmm. longer than them mm-hmm. and ask them, hey, wh- what's going right? What's going well? And what what they tend to find out is that it's not perfect like they think, you know, mm-hmm. like they look at, you know, they look up to these couples and go like, oh, they have to have everything together. Well, nobody has it all together. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's mm-hmm. struggles, there's pain points, there's things that they've learned, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of times they're a little bit further up the road. And so that's where I would just always encourage people to just ask. I mean, the worst case scenario, they say, nope, I don't have the time. Uh, And here's some specifics in terms of asking Mm. is anytime I ask somebody to mentor me, I always set the boundaries on it. So they, they don't feel like, Oh wow, this guy wants to meet with me every hour on the hour Uh, for the rest (laughs) of my life. Uh, That's a good point. Is usually I say, Hey, uh, I would like to, you know, ask you to mentor me in whatever area that is. Mm. So this is different than just seeking wise counsel on a one-time basis from someone. Gotcha. But if it's, and I would like to do this for six months and I'll take you out for lunch once a month mm. and you could pick the restaurant and we'll eat there. Mm. And I usually, wherever they're, 
they're located. I go to them regardless mm-hmm. of how far, and I've driven hours and hours to get to people <laughs> uh, to pick their brains on on things. So that's um, just like some yeah, picky yeah. stuff on that. Yeah, but yeah. So from the beginning, just trying to develop how do we um, in the middle of that um, moving from one job to another. What do we you mean? Do? A steady job yeah, with a, a steady, steady paycheck yeah. and uh-huh, moving to something with complete uh, unsteadiness. Is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. It um, is you're now. coining words. I like it. Right here, we do. You're coining words. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so fast forward 20 years. We've been at it for, well, it would be like 17, 18 years. Fast forward like 17, 18 to, you know, we're in the middle of 2020 and we've lost every single show. Every event for a year is done. Everyone had to cancel. Um, there, you know, in 2020 with the pandemic, there were no live events. Uh, all the live events, at least that we had, were completely canceled. And Across so, the country, yeah. It didn't matter what yeah, city, state. Um, it, yeah, they all So had we to... had to completely pivot and go, okay. What are we going to do? And I was reading through Ecclesiastes at the time, and I got to chapter 11. And in chapter 11, it just really opened up my eyes to some of the things that God could do for us during this season. Mm-hmm. So it's it says this, ship your grain. Now, when you think grain, think whatever your job is, whatever like you're um, doing to provide for your family, mm. whatever that looks like. Ship mm-hmm. your grain across the sea. After many days, you may receive a return. So there's no guarantee it, that your business will succeed or that your job will be there tomorrow. And then it says, verse two, invest in seven ventures, yes, and eight, which is just like a poetic way that they would use. Um, invest in mm. seven, no, eight. Um, <laughs> and then it says, you do not know what disaster may come upon the land And then if you skip down a little bit to verse six, it says, sow your seed in the morning and at evening, let your hands not be idle for you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that, or whether both will do equally well. Mm. And this was huge for me during this season. Um, We, we, we created what we call our super eight during that season, one of those led to um, performing on Penn and Teller. Another mm. one um, led to doing Zoom shows. There were eight of them, though, and not all of them succeeded. We we created um, uh, we we wrote a book during that season, mm-hmm. and that one, by God's grace, succeeded. So there were lots of successes, and there were a few that that just didn't work out. That mm-hmm. it uh, wasn't meant to be. Didn't didn't happen. But we were investing in eight, not knowing what would seed, what would fail. And I guess, and maybe I'll, I'll ask you, babe, like, cause for you, that season was very, very different of like coming alongside of me during that season, but also going back to get your master's during that mm-hmm. season. So what did that season look like for you? And if somebody's struggling with like, Hey, we're in this in between, or we're trying to figure things out, and there's a lot of tension maybe right now, what would you encourage them with? Yeah, I think for for us, it was a, gosh, it was a bizarre season. Um, 
and you and I had to keep touching base, especially connecting, uh, to, to keep the marriage strong, obviously. Um, but being intentional in that, because that was the first time where I stepped away from the, this ministry that we've been running for 20 years together. So, because um, you were running the back end of, of all of it and there was no yeah, back the, end the business run. side of it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing to, yeah, to do on that end. Um, I would say a huge shout out and a huge blessing, uh, was, is our manager, uh, Gretchen. And so having somebody come alongside and encourage you, she helped come up with those super eight. Oh, for um, sure. She was and, instrumental there in that whole yeah, season. And yeah. So I think that was a, a huge part of it that, okay, yes, my role changed your role. Everybody's roles changed. Um, but that was a huge blessing to have somebody else help with, with those things, um, and cast vision and brainstorm. And, you know, so, um, I think maybe part of that is just knowing part of it's knowing our strengths and our weaknesses that, that's not my strength anyway, to be, you know, brainstorming and, and shooting, uh, what's the expression, shooting things in the dark, shooting, like, <laughs> I, can't I don't think know, the what are you shooting in the dark? I don't know, shots in the dark, I guess um, that's the, the expression, right? I, there's a lot of people that have died now, you're shooting <laughs> oh, in the dark. Oh, hey, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, but just, uh, that, that's not, the brainstorming part is, gotcha. is not my, uh, no, and the dreaming, the right? It. Yeah, yeah. you're better at so, implementing and, you know, putting those things into action. Right, so I was implementing and putting things into action with my studies, uh, so I took a totally different role, but right. at the same time, we had to keep being intentional about, uh, uh, connecting with each other every day. And, and, uh, and that, that was a big switch for us. Yeah, it definitely, it, it was a huge switch because all of a sudden, you know, like the finances are gone. I'm desperately praying and we're praying together mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. how do we figure out how do we make ends meet to put food on the table quite literally. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then we knew that during this season was an opportunity for you to go back to school. But with that, we, you know, made the office upstairs for you. And then I'm working downstairs. And for mm-hmm. 17 years, we'd worked primarily side together, by side. side by yeah. side. Yeah. And so we had to learn to be intentional about carving out time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, because it, it was, it, it became was really more tricky. I don't know if it's more, yeah, I guess more supportive roles for each other. Yeah. Um, which is probably more typical of other couples, right? They're not yeah. usually working together as closely as we were. Uh, so anyway, but but that sending the Ecclesiastes eleven really helped you to focus on. Okay, we're sending out eight ships, so to speak, yeah. right? Metaphorically, and we're going to try all these eight things and see what God does with it. And uh, um, they were great ideas. They were intentional. They were, you know, thought through, prayed through all of those things in, in uncertain times. That's, that's what it takes. And I think the key word that I would say there in terms of the relationship is being intentional. Mm. Like we could talk about the business side and things that we did that um, were successful and things that were failures. Uh, but in defining what is success um, and for us, uh, yeah, uh, yeah it, it, the, the bottom line is we we had to carve out time to be intentional. And I think it was more difficult during that time because 
being intentional to to carve out time for a date, it's like, where are we going to go? Everything's closed down. You yeah, know? no. Uh, so... It was like, do you want to watch a movie together? Well, we watched 16 movies today. No, let's not do that. <laughs> you know, it, it was, you know, let, let's let go for a walk. Let's go for a drive. Let's, you know, and just learning to kind of get back to some of the basics and figure out what are, what are things we could do together. And I think that's always something as a couple is, you know, some couples have a lot of things that they enjoy doing together. One of the things that we enjoy doing together is working together mm-hmm. and that. Uh, that piece was, um, changed. was changing <laughs> yeah. significantly. Yeah. And yeah. so we were, we were learning to navigate that. I think that's the key is, is learn to navigate those, um, when setbacks come, when rejection comes, when loss comes mm. is be intentional about, um, creating time and carving out time to be together. Because the alternative is that we pull away from each other. Right. Mm. So often. And, and that, of course, is what the enemy wants is that, oh, everybody just pull pull away from each other and go to kind of your corners of the ring and try and work through it on your own. And, oh, it, you know, if you had just tried completely on your own to figure out how to make ends meet for us, that that wouldn't have gone as well. Um, and if I had just been in my corner and and doing my studies and and us you know, not being intentional about connecting really would have hurt the relationship for sure. Yeah. And I do think there was some, some crossover of dreaming together when we were working on the book, you know, we, Oh yeah. uh, You know, we had lots of time to, to really think through what are the areas that um, we've been helped a lot in our relationship? Mm-hmm. What are the the strengths of our relationship? What can we teach others? And that stuff we had been thinking about for years, but to put it to paper mm-hmm. is a different mm-hmm. task. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I want to say during that season, and if you're in a season that seems uncertain right now, this is one of the verses that that I come to over and over again, it's Habakkuk three. This entire prayer in Habakkuk three is definitely one of my favorite prayers in all of the scriptures, but this is the end of it. It says, though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines. So think of whatever your business is, you know, fig trees, not budding, no grapes. There's um, the olive crop fails. The fields produce no food. Though there are no sheep in the pen, like business is not good, right? There's no sheep in the pen and there's no cattle in the stalls. What do we do? Verse 18 says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Mm. I will be joyful in God, my savior is no Mm. matter what the circumstances. And Paul gives this to us over and over again is, is it, our joy isn't contingent on what's happening around us. Mm. And it's easy for us to get wrapped in to whatever our business is, whatever is going on around us. And to say, well, based on that, I'm going to, you know, respond in this way. But God says to learn to be content in all things, to rejoice, even when everything's falling apart. Amen. Yeah, not easy, but definitely, I think helping each other, like, reminding each other at times too of of God's promises that way brings us back to cuz we're we're normal we're human we uh have definite moments or even days sometimes where it's just the weight of the world on our shoulders and it just feels like wow how are we going to navigate this one 
And, but then reminding each other again, that teamwork and going, okay, you know what? It's going to be okay. Yeah. And I, I think even right now for us, um, is, you know, we, we've, we're in a new venture, which I feel like is a constant thing for us as we're sending out ships, trying out new things. And so in this new season, we've been trying, uh, a residency show where I'm performing mm. 10 miles away from our house or something like that, mm -hmm. which is brand new. But the tricky part of that is I've never had to think about getting people to a show. I just show up, people are there, do the show, <laughs> go home. Um, and I've done that for my entire life, you know, and you're but, still doing it. Yeah. yeah no, you know, I'm on still the road, on the road um, constantly. Is, yeah. But this is in addition to, yeah. In addition to just, um, a, a local event where we built the, a, a showroom over the course of a year. And now I'm trying to figure out how do I sell tickets to it? Mm. And when the tickets are low, it's really easy to be discouraged and be like, yeah. Oh, you know, what's, what's happening. But coming back to that verse, even if there's no ticket sales, even if nobody shows up yet, mm. I want to rejoice in my God that there's, that's not what makes me who I am or defines me or defines my mm, success. Mm. My success is in God and who he's designed me to be in aligning with that. And so, yeah, so for, for whatever it's worth, if you're feeling discouraged today is just know that, that God's for you and mm. that um, regardless of your situation, that I would encourage you to just rejoice in him. Yeah, that's a great, great message for all of us, right? All right. Well, with that, we are going to wrap it up. So if you're, if you're having loss, we just want to encourage you to, to be intentional, to seek out wise counsel, and to know that regardless of the circumstances, to rejoice in God, that he's going mm -hmm. to sustain you, he's going to provide for you, and he's going to be there for you. We, we hope that there's um, something in here that will help you to really live this out and to create the best um, relationship that you can. I'm Danny Ray. And I'm Kimberly. And this is We Do Whatever It Takes.